his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Potosaurus. That's enough time Potosaurus. Beautiful. Okay, good luck. Yeah. Hello everyone, welcome to Potosaurus. My name is Lou and joining me today we have Kim. Hello. And uh Tim Taft. Hello, it's Tim Taft. Your boy. Your boy. Your boy. How are y'all doing? And he stopped touching stuff on my desk. <laughs> I have a relic too, Cody. You wanna I hear it? No, stop for it for love of God. <laughs> I immediately start reaching for stuff on my desk to play with. Because I was like, oh, I did my thing. I'm done. <laughs> that's, that's my contribution to this podcast. Okay. My name's on it. I pay for the hosting. Yeah, I was going to say, hi. he pays for it. He does, uh, like, good old 80% of the brunt work this week. <laughs> yeah, this is Kyo's Incorporated, uh, Kyo Cast, uh, TM. How are you? <laughs> I am good, apparently. Every, everything's great. Uh, what I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have any input here, Ken. I mean, Japan's still in a state of emergency, so I don't have a job for quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, they're All also right. not taking stuff in, like mail or something. They're not. They 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 restricted their mailing service again, so like only EMS is going out. What about going in? Going in, uh, nothing. Cause nothing like, as of right now. I need to send in my stuff for my pension still. Oh boy! <laughs> like I have, oh, no. like I have, like three and a half more years to do it. But I'm like, mm, I would really like that, like eight thousand dollars right about now. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that will help uh, with the current economy. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so I'm just like, I haven't sent it, and my my friend over there is just like, oh, are you gonna send it yet? So and so has already done it. I'm like, yeah, they did it like while things were open. But, like, I remember things when, like, how you guys closed back up. It's so hard to keep up because no one I know lives there anymore. At least when um, Borb was living there, I could be like, hey, how's it going over there? And now they're back, so I don't know. Hmm. How are you, Kill? I'm really, I'm dealing with fatigue. Earlier in the month, I was sick, and I've just been dealing with fatigue since then. Yeah, I'm fairly certain I actually did have COVID and got like a false negative test. But I was I mean, going to say, not... like, that sounds similar. Like, I'm having the fatigue still. When I was sick, I had the body aches. I had, like, um, I had no sense of taste or smell. I could not taste or smell anything for about a good week. Um, I had, like, the kind of coughing. I, didn't, I, don't, I don't know if I had a fever, but probably did have a low-grade one. But, like, I was sick. I didn't feel good. So, like, I've stayed home, and I've just been exhausted all month. Like, I've gotten nothing extra out. I've barely been able to, like, pull through streams. Like, I get those. Been playing Metal Gear, so I don't have to play a whole lot of gameplay. But, like, it's... Zing. Like, between that and then it's like, now I'm just feeling really burned out on everything. Like, I'm I'm just... I'm ready to get off this train and get back to normal anytime now. <laughs> I just don't have any other hobbies outside of games, really, because, like, all the other hobbies I had are, like, Gundam, and that's too expensive to do here. Like, I'd like to build and then paint them, and I paint. Mm. I built the last one I'm willing to do without paint. Then I'm like, okay, well, I can play the games I don't normally play on stream, off stream, because I don't play the same types of games off stream. That yeah. makes sense? Like, I play Yeah, I'm the same. 
I don't play horror games or anything that I would normally play on stream off stream. I play JRPGs and like Sonic. Yeah. And I just like nothing's interesting me. Nothing's grabbing my attention. I don't have like my hobby right now has just been ordering cables for all my game systems and they haven't shipped yet. Like it's doing like gaming adjacent stuff that's not playing games. Like, yeah, I s- pers- personally me too to be honest. Like I haven't really played anything. The only thing I played was the madame. You mean uh you mean madame madame the maiden or, I little or hope. yeah. I will tell Tiny you, um, one one of our listeners did say that they crossed it off their list because um, of your review of it. Oh, oh my bullshit review! Yeah, they, 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 I fucking hated like that it. game. They didn't like uh, how the ending played out, and they said they're like really disappointed, so they're just like not going to bother with it because things like that just completely ruin a game for people. Like it was all a dream, that type of bullshit. It just completely ruins things. It's like that's the yep. laziest. Type. That's how Dallas ended. That's that's how I like that particular plot point or twist or whatever is what I fucking hate in media and video games and they've been doing that a lot more in the games that I really like and I've been disappointed. So I really hope that the next one, whenever the fuck the it, I think it's going to be like some mummy zombie thing. So it looks interesting. So I'm pretty sure it's not going to be a dream like mm-hmm. that one. So. Who is it that made it until dawn? I have to look up until dawn and to figure out the developer name. Uh, Supermassive. Uh, I want super, to say that. Supermassive. But I'm like, there's no way it's Supermassive. Can't it be is. Supermassive. Supergiant made Hades. You can't. You can't mix those two up. Ah, ah, yeah. Because anything with super means you know they're well, they're, it's not just like brothers. <laughs> well, it's super, and then it's also like a size. Like they're super mega, super massive, super giant. I would move super... you to another voice chat if we had one right now. No, like some. It's it's like they like. It's like they intentionally sabotage all of their games. Like until dawn, I think did well, but then like Man of Medan was like boring ish. Yeah, yeah, especially with the beginning. The beginning, like the. There was too much exposition for like absolutely nothing to happen. Yeah. Like when once you finally get into the die part of it, that's when it gets somewhat interesting, but. Even so, getting there is like a good 30 minutes, 30 to 45 minutes, I want to say. And then, let's see, um, Little Hope had the stupid twist ending, so I'm really hoping they can figure their shit out, because, like... Y- yeah, with Little with little Hope, like, they, they took the complaints from what happened in, in Madame Madon, where it was like, oh, it's too slow. Oh, okay, we're just gonna crank it up, so there was, like, a lot of fucking death in the first, like, 30 minutes of the game. So, but just overall, the story fell flat because of the twist. So yeah. you can ruin all the goodwill and something at the end. Same way that you can like make up for a lot of bullshit with the ending. Like yeah. one of my favorite games is um, the missing. I feel like the ending of that game makes up for the fact that like one of the last parts right before the end is an absolute bullshit platforming section. And it, like I watched someone who loved the game. Like, she absolutely loved it. Teared up at the end, which was, like, what I was kind of hoping because that game actually made me cry. But, like, she was about to give up at the this really bullshit part. And it's right before the end. And I'm sure it's partially bad design, partially, like, it moves goes along with the narrative of, like, strug- like moving through the struggle even when it's, like, at its worst. Like, to do things 
perfectly. But it's still such a badly designed section that a lot of people give up right there. Oh, no. And it's funny, at the end of the game, it shows you, like, all of your things, like, what, you, how many things you collected, how many whatever, and then favorite location is based on how much time you spent in one stop. Most people are get that that level because of how long you're stuck there with this bullshit platforming, but no one likes that level. I kind of had a similar experience with um, Outer Wilds, which I finished last week, I believe, um, where even though there was a, there was a lot of salt involved on my part because what they expect you to do to actually finish the game is a very it's 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 a stressful little thing because it's like you you have the the timing of events as well as certain things that you had to perform but the the ending uh of that game makes up for pretty much any shortcoming that i had with it like any time where i was like oh yeah this, this sucks this is impenetrably complicated i can't understand what i need to do next i wasted hours just like combing the galaxy for for a a thread that i can't find mm-hmm. uh and and that could be frustrating but like getting to see the ending of that game um what they ended up doing blew me away uh, i didn't i didn't expect it to resolve the way that it did um the the way it did felt I guess I could describe it as like a kind of a Star Trekky sensation to, to just how cleanly it explains everything, and not not in like a, a Saturday morning cartoon way that I kind of had mentally envisioned an ending for that game looking like. Like it really, um, it, it really did know what it was doing with its narrative. And it's and, and he knew what it was doing with with the context of like the emotions it was hoping to evoke by by sending you in space and having you go on that exploratory journey. Everything kind of comes to a head, and I highly recommend that game for anybody who likes video games. <laughs> like I don't know if you like games. If you like games, you should play Outer Wilds. That's um, maybe don't like. I've said it before, if you're looking for, like, action, like, like pew, pew, bang, bang action, you're not going to get there. there. Well, it's but, an indie game, so of course it's yeah, an indie but, but, it, but it's, it's, an ex, it's an exploration puzzle game with occasional horror elements is probably the best way that I could put it there. Or at least, um, I, I should be careful with horror because Kyo is here, but I, I guess... It's not a horror game. Tense, suspense, suspense. I think people think everything that is suspense and thriller is horror now, and it's not. It's like, oh, it was scary. I'm like, was it scary or was it tense? Because thrillers are different. Thriller things are different. Horror is not like, oh, I'm scared of the ocean, so Subnautica's horror. That's not what makes it. I get what you're saying, but like, I would... I would put Haunting Ground as a suspense game rather than a horror game. Oh, I think it's... mm, Thematically, I think it's horror because of all the the story and themes and narrative. But I'd say gameplay wise, it's more thriller because of the the stalkers. Like the whole the whole like narrative is straight up horror. I see. So it's horror because of the narrative. The narrative and because the gameplay that's... ties into it. But if you just look at the gameplay alone, I could see you being like, this is more of an action suspense game. 
because I can say that with like most horror games that when it comes down to like the actual gameplay of it, you're looking at something that is primarily a suspenseful experience. Mm. Most of the Resident Evil games are action slash suspense in their actual well, they're, gameplay. They're like action horror. Yeah. Or or suspense. I mean, what's the difference at that point? I think the 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 part with the horror comes from the fact that it's well it's survival horror. Like it you are up, up against monsters, the undead, things that can kill you, limited health items, stuff like that. That's the horror comes from these like the unknown monsters attacking you. It's I mean, can a, you can you watch my player for of, of Outer Wilds at least to some extent? You saw the um spooky part would I you call was, that horror i thought it was well i, I mean, it was you, thrilling when you have like a i wouldn't call it i wouldn't call it horror part, though. personally I, I mean it's if it's just a single part of it it's more like how far does it perme- permeate the entire narrative and the entire game like mm. like like the game near has a part where it's a text adventure but when you wouldn't tell everyone that it's an old school text adventure <laughs> game based on that one part would you no, no of course not it's just like one part you're like there is a horror part or a horror element this is the same thing with katana zero i keep arguing with the guy about it he's like it's a horror game look at the end of it i'm like just because the final boss is a horrific monster and that part is horror it doesn't make the whole game horror it makes that boss horror like the whole game is not a horror game because of it. well it, it hints at things I'm like it doesn't hint at things you just are really trying to stretch it so you can play katana zero on stream which is fine. It's just like it doesn't make it a horror game because you personally think it is. Was it billed as one? No. Was it made intending to be one? No. Is it thematically the whole way through? No. It's kind of like how you can't treat Metroid Fusion as a horror game, even though it's like a low-key horror game with how it plays out. It's not horror. It was never intended to be horror, but it has like alien sci-fi horror themes to it. That makes sense. If you haven't played is, Metroid Fusion, you need to play Metroid Fusion. I haven't played Metroid Fusion. You need to play but Metroid Fusion. I'm busy playing Glover. Oh, you're actually going to play that more than one day? Yeah. I, oh, was planning I thought on that be- was like a one-off. No, because the game is only five hours long. We're already like, I don't know, a fourth of the way through it now. Like I'm really happy that day turned out very well because I might have totally 100% been the person to affect the the voting. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm very aware I of the stacked used, voting system. I personally used my four separate Twitter accounts to vote. <laughs> but there was still like 18 votes on that by the end. Oh, so there was like 26 matter. for Glover. Yeah, that was a, it was a full force. I mean, and they showed up. I mean, people came. Um they watched they 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 donated subs to make me lick a cartridge so there are 26 votes and 92.3 percent of them were for glover and the other 7.7 was outer wild so i'm I'm assuming that was like at least 23 for glover because i'm not doing math (laughs) i think yeah i voted for glover so (laughs) yeah i think most people were i mean by that point i have a curiosity about a thing that i know i missed in outer wilds but it's mostly done and i'm pretty sure most people were ready to like it felt like a nice bow on things finishing the game so Mm. there's not really a it it always feels weird i I felt this with streams in general really where it feels wrong particularly when you stream to finish a game and then go for post game after 
Like, if you're going to do post-game, do it before the actual game ends. Because do it before the actual str- game ends or, like, during that stream. Right. Unless it's um, something that's, like, known that, like, oh, there's a lot of post-game content where the story continues. Like, after the final boss, there's still more. It's a little, it depends. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like Breath of the Wild. No, Breath of the Wild's probably not like that because... I mean, Octopath to, Traveler. Like, that one or, like... um. Like, even though it was not that much, Pokemon Sword and Shield, after you beat the main game, you get continuation of the story. It's bad, but it's there. <laughs> if you really wanted to play more of this game, here's some more. If you enjoyed the story, here's the rest of it. <laughs> oh, no. Which um, was only put after the final after the final ba- battles and stuff like that, just so that they could say there was post-game. Fuck speaking game freak. Of- Speaking of Pokemon, I I don't know, uh, I think uh, Alchemy Fox drew it to my attention that they made something called, like, Pokemon Journeys or something. It's the new anime based loosely off of Pokemon Go. Uh, Are you talking about the one where Ash, like, goes around in different regions? I don't know if it's really different regions. Like, it mostly seemed to be based in the Sword and Shield region from what I saw, but uh, they had... An entire episode dedicated to that uh, Grow a Magikarp phone app that they oh, had like a couple years back. Um, Pokemon, uh, what was it called? Well, it's, the, it's the new season. It's not particularly... Is it just a new season, basically? Yeah. Hmm. Well, is this actually taking place in the Galar region? It's, it's all eight, including the Galar. Okay, yeah, because, yeah, this is when it started a while ago, because it was weird. They're like, yeah, new games are coming out. They're like, does the new the anime take place in them? Uh, not, not yet. Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's supposed to meant as a soft reboot, but it's still technically the 23rd season. Mm-hmm. A, a soft reboot where, um, where Ash is still 10 years old. I mean, he's 11 now, I think. Oh, did he finally day? age up? Oh, my God. Well, it's mostly because the the new protagonist that he's journeying with. So, in an, in about a hundred years from now, Ash will finally turn fifteen. And well, te- I mean, technically, there's the theory that he, he he's dead, he's still in that coma. Yeah, he did. <laughs> of course, Swall's dead. Either dead or in the coma. So, <laughs> I find it funny that it's just like our generation is just like so hell bent on like Ash getting a year older, but then everyone's just like, "Oh, The Simpsons is fine how it is." It's fine that, that Stewie and Family Guy hasn't gotten older yet. He had a birthday once. We're good. But um, I think my favorite part of that Magikarp episode is that they actually... Um, you remember a couple of years ago, the Pokemon YouTube channel made up some random songs yeah, that were based that around cool. like Slowpoke and Magikarp? Both of those songs were sudden, were actually featured... In episodes dedicated to Slowpoke and Magikarp in the in the new season now, so I was just like, this is strange that they've fa- finally found a home for these. The English versions uh, aren't as good. Slowpoke, yeah, I believe that they they aren't as good, but I still. I'm still so confused about why they latched onto Magikarp and Slowpoke. I don't think they did any other ones, did they? They did Magikarp, Slowpoke, um, Mimikyu, 
Machamp. Yeah, they did all the derpy Pokemon. Well, my friend, my it's mostly because a lot of people like Slowpoke for some strange reason because of the, just the dunce look he has. Mm-hmm. Dopey. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my contribution to the Pokemon conversation of post-game Sword and Shield, which stemmed from... No. I haven't played... I haven't even gotten past, like, the first gym leader, maybe second gym leader of that game. I just kind of dropped it. You're not missing anything. Yeah, you're not really. The the problem is... That that game made me realize I'm not a huge fan of Pokemon. But I do like Rowlet. What have you been playing other than that? Just mainly, like, uh, other than Glover and Outer Wilds? (laughs) Other than Glover and Outer Wilds? Wow. I've also been playing Vagrant Story. That's right. (laughs) What was that about? I just say no. That's right. I just. just oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I've played uh, Vagrant Story, so um, been making progress in that. Uh, as I as I was um, mentioning earlier, it's actually a. Um, I didn't realize how much of a kind of spreadsheet that game is. Like, I, I finally made it out of the underground catacomb areas, and I really like the presentation, like the music, the aesthetics, the characters, and and like the cutscenes. And even the combat is interesting in its own, like, weird way, but it's so... There's so many, like, systems in that game that it doesn't really explain at all. So it's just like, hey, uh, this is... Combos exist. And I go, great, how do I do them? Oh, okay, I'll figure that out, I guess. Hey, you have a crafting system. Cool. How, how do I craft? Why do I craft? Oh, you'll figure it out. Oh, Okay. Uh oh there's there's like stats of like weaknesses and strengths in enemies and like oh that's really cool so uh I think I can piece this one together this is really common in games so like obviously this guy's undead so I need to make sure that my weapon has has a high undead stat so I can beat the undead right and it's like yes okay cool so I'm going to win now no why not Oh, because there's also this other stat on your weapon that that dictates what kind of weapon it is. It could be blunt or sharp. Uh, it can be blunt or edged or um, or piercing. I'm like, okay. Yeah, and certain enemies are weak to certain kinds of those. Oh, okay, so I have to have one of every kind of weapon, basically. Yeah, but you also have to make sure that it's good against that like particular attribute of, of enemy. Okay. Oh, and... Don't forget, you also have PP. You got to make sure you got good PP on your weapons. What does PP do? I don't know, but it has to be good. I you mean, PP to... does a lot of things, Timber. It does a lot of things. You need it to 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 be good. Your DP and your PP need to be max at all times. Like there's like a million meters that I'm watching, and it's interesting. I just wish I could grasp it more easily this was before like over tutorialization so it's weird to find a game that finally makes me go okay the ideal game could use a little bit more of a tutorial than this but definitely don't want to go into where we are today with that sort of thing where it's like everything is explained to you so succinctly that there is no no discovery anymore um i actually saw recently 
this this kind of playing into when we talk about like Majora's Mask and comparing it to the 3DS Majora. And one thing people regularly cite as being a great feature of the new one is the fact that when you when you advance time, it lets you skip to exact moments in time instead of the 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. Um, slot on each day. And that's the one thing that whenever people bring it up, they're like, hey, it's really good that you can do this. I'm like, doesn't that kind of miss the point, though? Because the whole game's about time management and being able to effectively multitask. Like, you basically neutered a core aspect of the game for the sake of convenience. What game was this? Majora's Mask. Okay. (laughs) I completely zoned out. I'm sorry. It's okay. I kind of went from... (laughs) Vagrant story. Yes, yeah, so I was like, I thought we were on Vagrant story, and like, as Zondok came back, I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. This <laughs> doesn't like Vagrant story at all. Um, I haven't played much Vagrant story. Timber. That ain't what I remember <laughs> happened in it. <laughs> Not boy and right. Ashley and Sydney. Uh, that's about all I remember. Um, the figure for Ashley looks really, really good. I, I can't wait to get it. Are the pointy ends of his hair extremely pointy? Yes, and includes his claws as well. Ooh. I do remember being slightly disappointed that this was during the era where putting on different armors on the character doesn't actually reflect on the model. But How about you, Ken? What have you been playing? So, I've been playing the Madam demo. Maiden? For Riz- Maiden? 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 Maiden. 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 Madam? Madam 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 the Maiden demo for Resident Evil. Please, no spoilies. Yeah. Oh, you, you never played it yet? I don't have a PS5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't, I'm not special. I'm just a Twitch partner. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's alright. What the thing is, it's supposed to take like what? Th- 30 minutes? Max. Give or take? Max took me like a good two hours, give or take. It took you like two hours to get out of the guest house in RE7. Yeah. It took me two hours to get there to because I walked as soon as you see um father <laughs> Jack. Jack out in the field. As soon as you see him out in the field, I walked or I crouch walked all the way there. <laughs> so that that was probably the reason why. And then I got lost in this demo. So. I like kind of want to play it. I don't have PS5, so I can't, but I like, I kind of want to play it, but at the same time, like, I went through like every single demo update for, um, what do you call it? Um, RE7 when it came out, like when they had a um, beginning hour. So like, I'm okay not being in on this one. Also, cause like Maiden's basically the same thing. It's like, it's the equivalent of kitchen from before. So I'm like, okay, so it's a game demo with no gameplay just to show off the environment yeah and they're gonna do another demo anyway that isn't maiden Hmm. for all the other consoles so but besides that i don't know i I haven't been playing much i've been like really i've yakuza really burned me out (laughs) it burned me it That's really true. burned me out. So like I haven't I've been wanting to play something, but I've I've just been reading a lot as of late and then I mean that's still a good use of time. 
Don't have to play video games all the time. I've been doing jack shit because I don't have any other hobbies. (laughs) I don't have any other hobbies that are affordable. (laughs) Yeah. So I just read and take take photos. I did headshots the other day. All my other hobbies really have been video gaming adjacent still lately. Adjacent? Yeah. I've, um... I've got this uh, workout routine I'm doing that that uses uh, a lot of kind of custom built Ring Fit um, hey, circuits. I got Ring Fit. Oh yeah, it's been really actually effective. Like I, I've like been hurting every my, day. Uh, would you like to join my Ring Fit uh, cult? You have a cult? Yes, we're called HXC Fitness, and then all uppercase demons. What what happens in this cult? I don't know. I only started playing Ring Fit yesterday. I've done one day. Okay. I didn't well, do anything today because everyone that I was told to take day like a day off in between when I start because I haven't been doing anything for a long time. That's studying fair. Time. Oh my god! I just noticed this is studying time, not studying. Yeah, it's yeah. studying time. Studying time. Bangle. Uh, and then I then I've been playing. Yeah. So I also been playing Cafe Mix because I just need something to like mindlessly do while I'm waiting Cafe. for stuff. Is that the Pokemon game? Cafe game? Yeah. Is it good? It's all right. Like, isn't it just like Bejeweled or something? No, it's not like Bejeweled. It's like it's like <laughs> I guess it's like Bejeweled because well, I I don't know because I never played that those kind of casual mobile games before. But it's mm. kind of like Bejeweled. But it's like you can move around. It's like Troze. Pokemon Troze. With Bejeweled elements in it. And Candy Crush elements. I don't know. <laughs> Mon Troze. Oh, yeah, I gotcha. I remember the Troze. Been a while. What the hell is this? It's like a, like a puzzle game. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I didn't ever see this. It's like a super casual puzzle game. <laughs> what was that mini game that they had in Pokemon Stadium 2? Where you had to like... It was like a block thing. And you played it with James and Jesse. The Pokemon uh, Puzzle League game? I wasn't... I wasn't... Uh, yeah, are you talking about Puzzle League? Is it Puzzle League? It was like... I'm of- pretty sure they had a, like a small demo. Like a test demo for it in Stadium. Oh, maybe to that's what how, to see how it would how it would do. Yes, yes, that is what it was. I didn't realize that it like turned into its own thing. Oh yeah, po- the Pokemon sixty four Puzzle League game was absolutely amazing, and then they had a a Game Boy Color version, which was really really good. I really liked the Game Boy Color one, but it was a bitch because it was so you could. When you go against wild Pokemon, you can or wild bosses, you can get the Pokemon from that boss fight. But the thing is, they treat it like Fire Emblem. If you lose that Pokemon, you lose it forever. That sucks. Oh. So there was a bunch of times because you you get a Chikorita in that one because Gen Two was just happening around that time. I've reset it so many times because I didn't want Chikorita to die. <laughs> And it was like one of the harder bosses. It was like near the end of the game. So, 
So there's that one. The puzzle so you for had the a N- yes, yeah, I had a Nuzlocke. So the the one for the N64, they had like a 360 puzzle one as well. That was really good. And they they include elements from the movie, from the first movie. So like, they have a a board which it has Jesse's and Jane's when they were Vikings, and it shows me out being on the 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 perch of the boat. But that is my thing. And then I've watched a lot of Apex for some strange reason. I've um I've been watching a bit of Valorant because my um my streamer friend uh, Sun Wubu has been playing that game oh i i know why i was watching a lot of apex so uh, they the the virtual youtubers people they oh. had a huge tournament and i've watched more apex from this one particular streamer than i ever had in my entire life so, so are, you, are, are you getting into it? is that is that your war zone Mm, I wouldn't still know how to play it. Either, I still find so. it weird that you like Warzone a lot, Timber. It just it doesn't feel like you. Yeah, we have <laughs> to play Timber. Come on, I wanted to play Battlefield Hardline with you, and you never gave me that chance. Well, now I'll I'll play Warzone with you, man. If you want to play Warzone. Yes, yes, but I'm my level is like level like three. People yeah, don't so. know people don't know that I'm really into first person shooters because I typically don't stream them. It's my off stream game. Like Kyo's yes. been like I he doesn't play horror when he's not live. I don't really play giant fat RPG games when I'm not live because those tend to be what end up on my actual streams mm. is that or like indie indie darlings. Or just Zelda. Usually Zelda. <laughs> yeah, so there's a couple of that. Oh, I did play Left 4 Dead, though. It's been a while. So that is a that is a blast from the past. Which one? The first? The first. Just alone, or did you have a group? Uh, no, because my fr- my my good friend Muji has a Xbox Series S, and he has Left 4 Dead, and I was like, okay. I was visiting his dog, and I I. Hank. Hank, handsome Hank. He's a beautiful dog. And and we were just ended up playing a lot of Left 4 Dead. It's been like three hours, which is really good. Yeah. War, Warzone's been that for me, like just an opportunity to play with my friends doing things. Because usually we'd like go to each other's places and sit on the couch and play video games. And it was usually Smash or or like taking turns playing through the new Resident Evil game. But with uh, with this year as it's been... We've kind of had to find middle ground of like, okay, what thing can we play collectively together that uh, that that actually works? And we landed on Warzone because it's free, and uh, I did play a lot of Call of Duty with my buds back in the day, so it made sense to just hop into Warzone. Uh, and we were kind of over Smite, and no one likes Overwatch anymore, so that's where we went. I've been trying to find new multiplayer games to play with them, but it's always hard to convince people to like actually throw down money for a co-op game or something. I've been interested in um, what is this um, space? Uh, no, not space. Rock, Deep Rock Galactic seems interesting as a co-op the game. How is that? <laughs> it's a um, it's a game where you play as space dwarves who are trying to excavate minerals from planets that are infested with uh, alien parasites. 
Um, but the mining corporation that you're working for does not give two shits about your life. So the minute that you have all the minerals you need, usually the, um, the missions end with you needing to make a, a daring timed dash back to the drop pod before it takes off without you. And you have to coordinate with your um, buddies since each of you has like a different mining skill. Like some people get this ramp that, um, that lets like basically carries you along a, a wire to, to higher vantage points. There's somebody who specializes in like a flamethrower is that kind of thing. It's very, um, space dwarf left for dead. I think actually it's pretty, it's pretty much left for dead. <laughs> But that's all for me, pretty much. <laughs> what about you, Kim? Sorry, sorry Kim. I'm. <laughs> I've been so exhausted. I'm sorry. It's like I'm sure the past few podcasts, I've just been even more tired and seemingly disinterested. I'm not. I'm just so fatigued all the time. No matter whether I'm starting stream, ending, just sitting around, I just my body is just like wiped out constantly. I, I, I feel it, man. And this month has honestly been that. Even even if you weren't sick, I'd say probably the past couple weeks have been a. Um, have been a sleepy fest where like most of the time when i'm done with with work i will i'll do the ring fit thing because i'm pushing myself to and then i just like zone out watching like star trek or uh, i've been i've been trying to get through Korra lately as well Mm. um just because it seemed like a logical thing to go to after avatar i'm like (laughs) what book are you on uh book two spirits which is actually pretty good but i don't know if i uh, book two is probably the best season in my opinion three was all right and then four was kind of like four was bad well let's just say this much there was a lot of interesting things that they decided to do in four that was just like oh i don't know (laughs) i don't know about that book two had that origin story which i'm getting through and that was that was like a solid high point for me yeah series yeah 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 the the the, the lion stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for me, <laughs> I'm hoping like I got ring fit myself. I'm really hoping that kind of like gets me in a habit of doing something. So I get the like, I think a lot of it is I don't have anything else to do. Like I mm. I I really don't have anything to do. Like I I need to like get on my videos and stuff. But like I said, I'm just like burn out of everything and kind of just kind of feel like i'm gonna kind of i might rebrand all my youtube stuff because like i just don't know if it's working for me because i get maybe this is just stupid to feel this way but i'm getting tired of like sitting there spending two weeks making a 20 minute long video for like 30 views that is um so i mean i mean that's that's been that's been my productions for years. There's a reason why I had long, like several year long hiatuses with Timber Taff because I saw the numbers dwindling down. And after you get to a certain low point of, um, it, it doesn't even necessarily compare of like, okay, 30 views, hundred views, but more mm. of like proportions of just like, Hey, I got this before and now I'm getting this yeah. and this is less than that. And that feels bad. Right. Um, and it doesn't yeah. necessarily have anything to do with the quality of your work. Mm-hmm. It has everything to do with, did the YouTube algorithm bless you this day? If not, you know, you need to be willing to accept the fact that you might be pouring your time into something that, that may not take off. And yeah. the, the only way that I was able to really get myself back on and doing it is is guaranteeing to myself that, well, I'm making this because it's something that I think is important to exist for me, even if... 
it won't be seen. I just feel like it's something I have to make. Um, which ended up being a video about Majora's Mask because it's my favorite game of all time. I may have other ideas as I go forward, but I'm also hell-bent on not releasing on a schedule. I'm not... Yeah. You know, my videos will come out when I have something I'm inspired to make, and I have the luxury to be able to function that way because I don't rely on YouTube for income or anything like that. Yeah. Like, I have my Patreon that pays for... Like, that goes towards YouTube content. My Like, it's another avenue of supporting me. Money out of that every single month goes to pay the hosting fees for the podcast. That was like upfront. Like as soon as I get enough money, it will the podcast will be audio again. Like it'll be like on the different places, and that would be that. And if anything after that would just go towards go back into the whatever the mon the the cash and or something like that. Like <laughs> I had like leftover money. I like had two months of it. That basically paid for two months of the podcast hosting. If I pay for it all straight out one month or one year, I need to do that. But it's like a hundred and something, almost two hundred dollars for some of these places. So I'm like, and I don't want to move again from stuff because I don't have all the files anymore. So like, I seem to eventually do that. If I like somehow I we hit I hit it big, I'll pay for it for one year and just be done. But I also didn't know like what if we would have dropped this after a couple months again type of thing. So I didn't want to, like, I'll pay for a year. Oh, well, we only did, like, a couple episodes because everyone's schedule messed up. Because we started this right before, like, in the beginning yeah, were... of COVID, and no one knew what was going to go on. Yeah. I'm so amazed it like, that it uh, that it held together despite everything. I think um, it was. And... I think it st- stuck together, especially because it was, like, something... It was, like, one of the few, I guess, like, concrete, yeah. like, habitual things we could do every week. Or, you know, every two weeks. Yeah, it keeps yeah, so it keeps us sane. It keeps us sane. That keeps us sane. The Twitch streams keep us sane. Um, for me, introducing the the workout routine with Ring Fit is keeping me sane. Mm. Um, and like, and the the regular tick the past couple of weeks of actually writing the script for my new video has been really nice because even though it's technically about video games, I'm kind of mm. sitting there by a fire on a cushion typing on a laptop, which is not really a situation i usually find myself in so it was nice using that as kind of a an almost distancing effect from videos of video games or video games or live streaming video games there's nothing wrong with video games it's just i need you know everything needs a balance Hmm. but i i think i just need a change in that i've actually had more success and i guess fun in a way making snack reviews of random yeah, things. I was gonna say. They Those do have been just, enjoyable, yeah. They do just as well like view-wise as my gaming videos. And I'm like I know the game video videos are longer but like 50 views, you know, within a couple week like in about a week of a snack review. Maybe the snack review is only like 4 minutes long, and people watch the whole thing versus 50 reviews after 50 views after a month of a video being up about gaming that's longer and it's like 7 minute retention out of 20. It's, it seems pointless sometimes especially because like mm. i do them on the like do the stuff of things i like not necessarily so like i'm just need to rethink that i don't i don't know what to do with it which reminds me when i do send over your things i'll, I'll get you a bunch of hawaiian snacks Ooh, yeah i'll do it i have like a backlog of things to do it's like i had set to do it was like beginning of the year i'm like okay we're gonna finally get back on track with everything get back to my schedule ready to go I did a video. I did the 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 BTS coffee review. Had a like a script started out. 
And then I did the review, put it up, and then I did another one that day. I'm like, huh, these Kit Kats don't taste like much. Well, they're okay. And then like two days, <laughs> then like later that night, my I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, this was like, I don't know, probably like, I'm going to say it was January, like 8th or something like that. I don't remember now. But I asked my girlfriend, I'm like, did that muffin from from Panera just taste bland to you? She's like, what? I'm like, it just didn't taste like anything. She's like, <laughs> my girlfriend is a is a doctor. If I have not mentioned that at length before, she's like, loss of sense of taste is one of the major signs of COVID. I'm like, <laughs> oh, she's like, can you smell anything? I'm like, I, if I get it really close to my nose, yeah. She's like, probably have COVID. I'm like, oh, great. So I just deleted that other video. I'm like, I can't do a review on this neck. I couldn't taste. So it also makes me wonder, did I give a proper review of the BTS Hot Brew Vanilla Latte? Which I don't care. No, you really should have posted the video so that later on you could have the big, like, dramatic, viral video reveal. So about that Mm. review I did, I actually had COVID. Like, you could (laughs) have... This you could have had millions of views on that. People being like, "Oh my god, the 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 snack reviewer who lost his sense of taste to COVID," like that would be an, an a, a weird enough story to work with the algorithm. Yeah, maybe. Well, no, no, you can't talk about COVID on YouTube. Remember? Ah, curses, censorship. Because you like, have when to I did, just you, you have to beat around the bush and say ongoing pandemic. When um I uh did my Final Fantasy seven retro stories like. I'm like, oh, you know, most of us have to wait unless you're Australia, who got the game early for some reason, because they got it early because they closed everything down for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. I was talking to some people, though, in my, um, my voice chat. They're like, well, the snack reviews seem fun. And one guy's like, you have, like, a, like you know, it's not nobody. Like, it's not no one follow me. And it's, like, small enough but big enough that I can kind of just kind of try different things out. I'm like, maybe let's just do that. Just... Do game videos, do non-game things, but, like, not be, like, you know, not be beholden to, like, this, like, oh, I need Should to be, have this, in, like, you know, in-depth thing. Like, I think the definitely, Sonic... Definitely don't. Like, I think the I Sonic would, 3D would, Blast thing hit that nice balance of, like, review while also, like, digging deeper into it. But I'm still really pissed because my <laughs> Blue Singer Ill Bleed video has 576 views. I enjoyed that video. It's a good video. I just wish I could <laughs> duplicate what I did there. It's nothing about what you're doing. It's everything to do with the topic. You know, it's got to be something that has the magic spark of this is a thing. I also think, oh, right. Also, don't forget, I posted that one to Reddit. So you got the Reddit yeah, views. A little bit, but this is more than my normal Reddit views. Like, this is significantly more than Reddit views. Reddit views eventually bottom, like, you know, they, like, top off at, like, 130. Mm. Like, this has been, this keeps going. Someone's like, I got here from my Illblade video. I'm like, oh, wow. (laughs) I guess they just, no one talks about that one enough. But I'm like, pretty much. Maybe the ones that you pick aren't, like, you know, they're too popular. I'm like, I didn't want on the Ring Terrors realm. (laughs) It's another niche game from the Dreamcast. What else? I don't know, I need to like rethink all that. I've kind of like I think I'm gonna move away from using Retrosource on YouTube because I think it might be limiting. But I've I've moved that name elsewhere for now because I was like I'm like well that's still part of my thing. Maybe I can use that somewhere else and just kind of because I feel like it's limiting me to only older stuff. I know that was the intent, but like now I'm like well 
I'm talking about newer stuff because people are like, will you do a video on this newer game? I guess. Yeah, I mean, you can you can do it. The, the big thing with YouTube um, that I'd be careful of because I fell into that trap mm-hmm. and regretted it was just making sure that you are don't don't be afraid to experiment. And the minute that it's not fun for mm-hmm. you stop or change something there is no reason at this stage in the game on youtube why you can't switch on a dime right i mean that's that's one of the the advantages of being a small youtuber is you can do whatever the hell you want no Mm -hmm. one has any expectations right now like for me that's just like my this has become my goal for the year because that's another thing too like trying to help get motivations like i have a goal set i would like to try it's probably really hard to attain it because there's no clear path for it as well. It's not like Twitch where I'm like, okay, I just need the metrics and the support. This one's like, I need the metrics and support, but I also have to hope that today is the good day for this specific yeah. video to hit that algorithm. You, 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 yeah, it's the algorithm and it's the the it factor that, mm-hmm. the the magical factor that, that I can't, I could never comprehend while mm-hmm. I did it. I mean, I did a video on Undertale. I think that was mostly timing that got it the million views. Yeah. It certainly wasn't the quality. So, like, you know, you just got to hit hit trends and try, but but try not to think about the trends because then you become a sellout. Like, it's, it's yeah. such a fine line. Well, I don't mind being a sellout on YouTube because this is my, <laughs> like, this isn't my... Even if, like, somehow, say, like, YouTube became the thing that, like, became my moneymaker, Twitch is still, like, that's my me place, and then YouTube's my, well, what can I do, like, that's different? What What's the weird bullshit I can do on here that I don't have to worry about? Well, am I being myself? Because, no, myself is me live. Recorded, I can be a bit more free to, like, well, if I want to act like a dumbass, I can act like a dumbass a bit more because it's... This isn't me here in the present. Like, and right. I know there's like, I know a lot of other content creators that do that. They're like, on Twitch, they act differently than they do in videos. Like, this is me right now. There's no character. But my videos are going to be me a bit more, maybe a bit more obnoxious, a bit more introspective. Like, it's going to, you know, they have more time to kind of think about yourself when you were, when you make something like that versus like right now, oh shit, I'm having to think on my feet. You're going to be more of a human while the camera's on and you're live. Yeah, I mean, there's no yeah, there's no getting around the fact that you're you're unscripted. It's all improvised. Mm-hmm. You can have a character uh, if you deliberately put in your head like, okay, the personality that I'm putting out there is asshole who wears sunglasses and and yells at people in video games a lot. Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you could kind of use that template, but you're never yeah, you're you're always at least a little bit yourself when you're on Twitch. You can you can be knocked out of character while you're streaming. You can't. It'll be hard to do that in a pre-recorded video, right? Mm. But yeah, like that's like my goal for the year is I'm hoping at least by the end, like l- at least make, making progress towards hitting like the YouTube equivalent of partnership, like you know their verified thing as well. That's like a pipe dream. But just like if I set a goal, maybe I'll actually work towards it. Like, even if it's not attainable or harder to do, I'm not expecting it to happen, but I just need that goal there. Not having a goal has been really fucking hard. And it's like, I'm not the only one I've noticed. I'm like one of several people in my friend group, like of Twitch streamers that have gotten partnered within the past six months. And all of us are hitting that part like, now what? Now what? <laughs> it's The such moon. A, it's, it's really the thing. It's like, well, you got the one thing that's attainable. Now it's just keep it up. And then what? And then, then do what? And that's the grind, yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
that happens with pretty much any job or career that you can get that you do eventually you you get that promotion to the title that you wanted and now you're like okay now i just do this for looks at clock 30 years until <laughs> i die or get fired or something else comes along so like yeah i just like having to make your own goal is so hard because i've never had to do that before i've never had to like make my own goal it's like exactly because like there's the oh i'm gonna i need to graduate college pick a thing path okay now finish it mm-hmm. i um you know i'm like oh i want to get on the jet program apply for it put everything in go to the interviews oh i'm in work in japan okay well i'm here for so many years literally do anything okay i'm done i come back now it's like this, this is me on my own and i'm like what do i do <laughs> What do I do? I'm having an existential crisis on top of burnout and fatigue, and I am ready for someone to end my suffering, which is why I'm just playing Sonic the Hedgehog all the time now. <laughs> like, that's me. I don't know what to do. Guess we're playing Sonic. Played Sonic Mania Crowd Control. That was pretty fun. Were you there for any of that, Timber? I was, yeah. I'm pretty sure I screwed you over at least once. I did that again on Monday and finished the game. That's a fun time. That's a fun time. I really wish Crowd Control was more... Like, it's one of those, like, if you're not a stream that has, like, a fair amount of people in it, at the time, you won't be able to enjoy it, I think. Right. Because, like, I've had a couple of friends that played it, and they were, like, you know, they had maybe ten people tops, you know, three active people, seven people chatting or lurking. You don't get the full effect. So, like, I wish that's something that you could, that didn't require having such a big, like, a much bigger or active, fan, like, community at the time. Because it's such right. a fun experience to be fucked with. I'm going to try it with Dark Souls, I think. You know, I've been saying I don't want to do it, but, like, I think with the right people, with the community I have, Dark Souls 3 uh, might be fun. Maybe. I I do remember doing, um, in a similar vein, there was, like, an enemy randomizer for the first Dark Souls that Mm -hmm. was pretty interesting, where um, you went down into the, what was that, the catacombs, where it had, like, all all the, the bony people. And uh, it spawned Ornstein oh my God. Down, down there. <laughs> <laughs> His sword was like clipping through the walls and he was setting shockwaves at me. I was like, how do I get past this? It's just like overbearingly in the way. I, I ended up having to like find a way around him. I couldn't kill him because the, the, the hallways were too tight. So I mm-hmm. had to like go to the the ravine and and like hop down the very precarious platforms to get to the a lower level than where he was because uh, he couldn't follow me at least but it was just like what uh, i think the worst is when it would spawn ceaseless discharge it did that in blight town and ceaseless discharge is very big <laughs> like he he's bigger than you'd think he was big enough to hit me while I was trying to platform down Blight Town, and that was not that was not ideal. Anyway, uh, yeah, randomizers are, I guess, the answer to if you want to be fucked with without having an audience to do it for you. But it's definitely not the same. It's like single player crowd control. Yeah, I mean, crowd control is super fun though. I hope they find a way, like, because like it's mostly they made it so channel points are a thing that you can use for it now. So, like, now, at least if you have a smaller community or, like, you know, a less, like, financially 
stable. I don't know. I don't know. People that if you don't get as much like money from bits and stuff like that, you don't have to like worry about like or people who don't really worry. They're doing it as a hobby. So they like don't want people to have to spend money for it. You use channel points now, which is great because you get more people in on it because they don't because before like, yeah, oh, only the people who can pay can, can play. No, now you can play for free up to a certain point. And then, like, if you want to get more coins, you have to because the the free ones stop after a while. But like, you can still get like about probably at least a thousand coins to fuck with someone in a stream, which is enough. And a lot of people kill me on the spot. <laughs> Long rant about just me going through existential crises. In <laughs> that, I my uh my friend Puddin he uh introduced me to this app called GameEye. I have scanned in majority of my collection that's visible. I'm still not having got put in my 3DS game, my Japanese 3DS games, my Japanese GameCube games, or any of the other games on PS2, GameCube, Wii, anything that has not that doesn't have a box currently because I had to throw away the boxes and keep the art and everything. So I still probably have probably close to another 100 games to add. How many games do you think I scanned in? Also, none of my Game Boy games or anything have been scanned in. How many games do you think I have close to, Roughly, do you think I have in my collection at this time? Of Game Boys? Games? No, just like all of my games that I have scanned in. I've scanned in every console that's that I have cases of. There's some that are not close like... Close to 300. What was it? Hold on. What were you scanning yeah. these into? Is this Play Night? It's a, it's a Game Eye. Ah. Uh. More. Uh, 500 more 2500 too high okay 700 a little bit under 750 you said 700 i said a little under and you like go a little under sorry <laughs> <laughs> i was like that's more <laughs> 680 uh 642 is what i have uh, okay. scanned in currently and i probably have another 100 to 200 left to scan in so you'll have about 750-ish. I have so many Resident Evil games. <laughs> I mean, that'll be me with... Like, I, I've i been cleaning, so like I haven't found all my Metal Gears again. But I, the, they're there. I, I know I have so many me- MGS3s, specifically. <laughs> Some of these games have prices next to them. Um, guess what my most expensive game is that I own? Like, the most... Like the one of all the ones that they can give me prices of my most expensive game, my collection. Did you buy it here or Japan? It is a U.S. copy, a U.S. game. Because the Japanese ones are all really wonky. Like it's telling me right now, Clock Tower Two: The Struggle Within is my most expensive one, but it's a Japanese copy. And like U.S. one complete in box is three thirty eight. Apparently, Japanese one is ten dollars. Mm. Well, I was gonna aim low, but since you said three thirty eight, <laughs> um... it's in the triple digits. Okay. Four fifty. No lower. Four hundred. L- uh, lower. Three twenty-five. Ooh, three thirty. This is a GameCube game by the name of Cubivore Survival of the Fittest. For I know some that one. Reason this game is worth money and mine's in pretty good shape. The most is I'd have to re- do is wait. It's worth money yes i have it a complete Com- what do you mean complete like box manual inserts case no of course not it's just the original like it's just the game you just have the disc 
um, well, the, the the disc in the case, yeah. You know, yeah, well, that's, that's what I just said. Case, manual, art, like, yeah, like you know, just like the complete original okay, package right. that you got it in, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so according to um, pricecharting.com, which can be hit or miss on that, complete in box is 330 Oh. Let's I didn't go to, know. Let's go to eBay real quick. Cubivore. I know everyone's really excited about this. Japanese copies run about $35. U.S. version, Cubivore Survival of the Fittest, disc only, is currently the lowest one. Buy it now, best offer, two seventy seven. Or sorry, two seventy nine ninety nine. Dyslexia is at me. Next one up, disc only, three hundred. Next one up, complete, what? tested, not in best, not in like the. I guess it's an okay shape, three fifty, plus five dollars shipping, and then it just Good keeps Lord. going up from there, up from there. It's a I'm fun like, game. I'm like, do I sell it? Do I hold on to it a little bit longer? Because you know what, I could get with this amount of money. <laughs> yeah, I mean, di- diamond hands kill. You gotta gotta hold it. Cause this is my I got this for free from someone that's just like, I don't like this game here, you take it. In high school, and I still have it. I was gonna be like, I wonder how much like out of all the games that I have from my Metal Gear collection. This one's in, the, the one I have is inherited from Alchemy Fox because she really likes the game. Let's see. Probably Twin Snakes would probably be the most. Twin Snakes is up there. Let's see. I have Persona 2. Um, yeah. Complete inbox, 257. I, um, I would sell same. it. See, I don't even really want uh, right. it. I got that entire collection from my friends. I got Persona 1 and 2. I, I'll I, have to look through mine. Haunting Ground is probably the most expensive one I own, though. Twin Snakes Complete inbox is 100. So it's a little bit up there, but it's not too much. Mm-hmm. But probably compared to the other solids, it'll probably it's probably one of the more expensive. Oh yeah, I don't think the other ones are very expensive at all. Metal Gear Solid um, Three, uh, Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater Premium Package is one thirty eight, and that's the most expensive one. Uh, yeah, but that's with everything though. Yeah, that's, that was only available for Japan mm-hmm. and Europe. Yeah, JP PS two, but it has like all different versions and stuff in there as well. Let me see what's after that. Um. Apparently, Pokemon Emerald two thirty eight. I have the box and everything for it. Hmm. Um, my friend let me or gave Lent gave me all of his copies of Xenosaga. Three is worth almost two hundred dollars. Oh no, I'm never gonna get that now. I also have the Futurama game. It is worth one hundred eighty three dollars complete in box. Yeah. Just that other game that I, that I told you I found too. Where is it? Um, at the good old. Good old um, good old games. I would yeah, trade. Old I would trade Eco Shop. Wait, which one? Xenosaga one and two. Yeah, Xenosaga <laughs> two. I don't think is worth as much. You can cut all this out too if you want to. <laughs> no, know. it's fine. It'll add to just our lovely conversations that we're having. Xenosaga here. Two is worth. Um, let's see. Xenosaga Two is about twenty five dollars. Wait, hold on. About twenty dollars. New uh, one and two aren't rare. Three is. Because most people, by the time three came out, most people were like kind of not late invested anymore. Yeah, like I remember seeing the review for it and be like, well. I still haven't played through and beaten to 
I'll get three once I've done that. I proceeded to never finish episode two, so I never bought three. I did finish one eventually, uh, and I'm really happy that I did, and I now need to keep, pick up two, which is apparently cheap, so that's good. And then three is a pipe dream. <laughs> Let's see. A lot of my Pokemon games, Pokemon Platinum's worth 132. I need to hold on to these a little bit longer just fucking sell them because it's Pokemon. Persona 3, or should we got my Tensei Persona 3 Portables worth 155? Okay. A lot of the Pokemon games are worth money, and I have the boxes for Sapphire, um, Emerald, and uh, Leaf Green. How much is uh, the the Nobunaga Ambition crossover game? Oh, Pokemon Conquest. I used to have that. I regret selling it. I'm pretty sure that's worth a lot of money. How much you want to bet that Hey Pikachu is actually worth a ton? About 70 bucks for Pokemon Conquest. Let's see. Hey You Pikachu. Um, but you'll need everything, though. Yeah, the Let's see. My, microphone Bundle is worth 71. Hey You Pikachu, I guess, complete with the box is 89. Loose pro- box or loose for Hey You Pikachu is $8. All right. <laughs> yeah, but how are you going to play it if you buy it like that? <laughs> just, just yell at it. Hey! Hey! I hey. guess it would work about as well. The micro the microphone attachment is worth more than the game. Yeah, that makes sense, honestly. Because it's only used for that game in the West, I think. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you want to be able to mentally pretend that you're yelling at at uh, at Link as he rolls around the fields of Hyrule. Hey, Link. listen. Hey, listen. Hey. Hey, hey, listen. Link's just like, stop yelling at me. How did you get this magic? You want to go through any of the things that we had planned for today? Talk about burnout. Um, Yeah, we definitely covered burnout. You didn't talk about your cables yet. Oh, yeah, I kind of briefly did that. I've just been buying really nice cables. They're ordered, but not here yet for my retro consoles because I exclusively use original hardware on stream and almost never emulate or anything, so... You know, I have a RetroPie for that. So I ordered um, HD RetroVision cables. These are like the Cadillac of cables. I ordered one for my Super Nintendo, and if I ever get an N64 that can be modded for RGB, it will work on there. won't work on GameCube just because it comes through a different port entirely. Um, I mm. ordered an S-Video cable for my N64 and my GameCube, which is, those are from Insurrection, in the, which are the worst name to have right now after. Anyway. <laughs> um but they uh those are supposed to get here in a few days um and then i'm put off playing twin snakes until i get that i've been playing through all the metal gears which i forgot to. yeah i was gonna say i mean i i have a 64 i I don't know if i'm what i'm gonna do with it because technically i have three so um if any of them have the number like ns1 or something on the back send me one ns1 just remind me i'll probably take a peek at it because uh one was my own the other was gutted from the the pokemon snap machine and then the other one is still in the pokemon snap machine because i had two because like if i need anything from any of the n64s i can just i can i can i can use the pokemon snap machine it's a good use of that crt television that's still in there i want that set up so bad that 10 inch CRT television. No, just that, well, that whole setup would be really cool to have. Be like, okay, well, I'm going to go play this yeah. on my fucking Pokemon Snap machine. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it still works on everything. I turned it on like yeah. I think to start with back. NS1. Yeah, NS1. All right. I'll, um. Play Pokemon Snap two in your Pokemon Snap machine because I have an NS2. I can't. Well, I won't be able to read the. I won't be able to read the toner and the printing machine. Hmm. Has a little thing for everything. It reads every game. You can. So what it does. So it, this is what's smart about this game or this 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 machine. So not only can you use the N sixty four plugin straight in, you can also use the N sixty four game that there's a slot for it that you stick in and it can read from that game as well. So like for example, if you had Pokemon Snap. And you wanted to bring your photos in, you plug in your Pokemon Snap game into the machine without going into the machine, and you can print your photos. And same for Pokemon Stadium. That was the really interesting thing that this machine has. That so is. for ex- for example, you can play an entire uh, you can play for whatever reason, you can play Gex Enter the Gecko without opening the machine up. <laughs> Huh. There's a there's a huge button that you can reset the game the the N sixty four as well just in case you want to take it out and power it off. That's cool. Um, and if you were playing the actual Pokemon Snap game, it literally would let you just like print out a photo of a Pokemon. Yeah, it'll let you print out the photos of Pokemon that you took. Oh. It kind of reminds me of those, like, 90s era. That was a really common thing in the 90s, wasn't it? Like, a lot of edutainment games did it, too, where it was like, hey, you should print out this postcard of, like, a bunch of stamped dinos that you that you put on this piece of paper. You should print this out well, during <laughs> and that share time, it with your during, parents. During that time, Asia was just like, hey, you know that Purikura photo picture things you can just print them out and you take them off and you put them like stickers and put them all over your your goddamn like file or whatever you want you want to annoy your mom's your mom's car car window stuff you just plug it in the back and just see like you look in the back you see a magmar just blowing fire at you (laughs) can you like buy more sticker stuff for that like, do people make, like, um aftermarket, or can you just get some? Because wondering, I'm like... I'll probably have to invest in it or look for it, because I have a good amount of stickers. I have about 1,500 stacks of oh. stickers. Granted, Dude. I don't have 1,500 cards. I got a good, like, 200 cards still. Oh, like, once so. it runs out? Like, you have to find a way to hack it otherwise, wouldn't you? Yeah, I would have to find a way to print it, or I would have to manually there's there's something in the machine that you don't need the car mm. but you could do it too bad you don't live here because we could like send send us your copy of pokemon snap <laughs> with stickers and we do what you want we will <laughs> we'll charge a service stickers <laughs> and we'll mail you them back <laughs> yeah say this is this is how i'm gonna get through if, the pandemic if we ever <laughs> get kyokan as a thing we're flying you over with the Pokemon Snap machine <laughs> to set up. We'll have to get like a crate for. It. You're gonna have to get no, one of those boxes. Yep. Also, no one at the con is allowed to actually use it except for Kyo. You get to watch Kyo use that machine. Ken's gonna be behind a big thing of plexiglass, and you can just watch him do it for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, what else were we talking about? We got completely off. Topic. <laughs>
<laughs> we were talking about cables. <laughs> but I bought these really nice ones. The HD Retrovision ones, they're RGB. Like, component is not necessarily RGB. So, like, this is, like, the proper RGB, like, the ones that are, like, several letters for each one. But, like, the, I have one that will work on my Super Nintendo, and then if my N64 is modded, if Ken can send me one, please. And that will, um... <laughs> That I can use them there. Game people use the S video. Same with the N64. Then I bought this other one. It's really cool. It's a, the other one for HD retrovision. This main cable is a Genesis 2 cable. And then from that, that's a $65 cable. So is the Super Nintendo cable. The S video GameCube cable is 20 bucks. Don't know what they're doing over there, but okay. But anyway, this Genesis one, you buy adapters for it. And the adapters work with, um, let me pull up all the ones that you can get. I bought them for PS1 and Sega Saturn. You can also buy it for Genesis Model 1, Genesis Model 3. Um, let's see what else. I still have my Genesis too. <laughs> Neo Geo, Turbo Graphics, which I'm tempted to pick up the Turbo Graphics one. I don't have one, but it's a sing- yeah. it's a single run. Once they're out, they're out. And all the adapters cost sixteen, like ten to sixteen dollars, which yeah, it's not. They're expensive, but like they literally made it. You buy one other cable, then you buy these adapters, and then you're good. Like the Genesis one plugs into there and it does all the conversion so it works properly for the system. So I got basically cut cables for three systems for $100, which isn't too bad considering if you go and buy like a lot of those. If you go buy like the ones from Retro, what is it called? Retro Bit? They're okay quality, like they're better than the ones that came with the consoles a lot of the time. But like my Genesis, my Dreamcast one snapped. The fuck. And like sometimes those are about fifteen, and then you're spending like thirty five dollars for like some okay quality ones. Well, then you pay. I know a hundred's a lot more, but then like get three systems that I use the most, or that I want to use the most, in their higher quality ones for a hundred bucks in like their I'm really excited to get these because they work well with my retro tank so I can finally get the best use out of that damn thing I bought over the summer and this is what I've been looking forward to for like <laughs> I bought these on the 27th and I'm just like ship them ship it at least your cables are in stock um, because I feel like trying to buy pretty much anything just feels like a waiting game for them to be like yeah we actually have stuff now for the past three months. Mm. Oh, these have been out of stock since November. That's why I jumped oh, on. Oh, sick. Okay. So like even, even, even the fancy cable market is dying right now. Like, I wasn't going to buy the Super Nintendo one, but then I'm like, this is the first time it's been in stock since, like, early November. So might as well kind of thing. And I'm like, I would maybe use my Super Nintendo more. The next things I want to get are EverDrives, which are, like, flashcards, but high-quality ones that you pop. You can put, like, the entire library for the console on a fly on a um, sd card pop it in put in your system and never have to switch cartridges again then like it's technically it would be possibly piracy but i mean the ever drives themselves are not piracy and i could load up my own dumped roms that i did with my own cartridges and my own soft my own hardware so you know because i totally do that I just want these things. They're keeping me going right now. <laughs> oh, by the way, your Sega Genesis Arcade Power Stick mm-hmm. has a 10-day warranty. Did you test it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to test it. <laughs> you have a Genesis, you said. 
I have a Genesis, but the thing is, I would have to use the CRT television that's plugged into the <laughs> do it into the N sixty four. I don't. I don't think I can unless I tear that sucker out. <laughs> I want a CRT really bad. Alright, aside from burnout cables. and cables, anybody looking at stonks with GameStop and AMC? I'm t- technically I have Game GameStop stock from working there. I'm tired of I'm tired of stonks. Yeah, I mean, it was very interesting, and I was like, technically I, I could cash out, but I'm like, uh, well. Mm-hmm. I'm not really looking forward to. It. I mean, I, I had it when it was like seven dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. So that would be pretty significant for you. Um, yeah. I I could, I just I could buy you the money to send you the stuff. <laughs> I just jump. I just jumped in late on the AMC thing just to see what happened. But I'm sure it's once the news gets a hold of something, it's already dead. If I had more disposable income than I, all the cables are for work. These will be written off of my taxes next year. <laughs> if yeah. I had a disposable income, I'd be like, you know what? I can stand to lose $500. I would have bought some stonks. But yeah. I don't. I'm just like, I spent $100, $200 on cables, technically. I should probably go jump off a bridge because that was disgusting. And then someone's like, you know, I just dropped okay. like $700 in AMC. I'm like, what? <laughs> but <laughs> Why? <laughs> Like, I don't think I've ever spent $700 at an AMC. Exactly. Total. I don't think I've ever spent that much money actually going to the theater. So, like, this is also, like, a a weird thing for me. I I didn't know what AMC was until after this because we don't have those movie theaters here. What do you have? What do you have? We have a consolidated and a regal theater. Oh, you got regal. That's the, okay. two, that's the only two we have. Out. And consolidated is like a local theater branch. We had Warenberg and they got bought out by Marcus. Which I don't know who they are. Yeah. So AMC, like when people were talking about AMC, I was like, what the hell are you guys talking about? Alamoana Shopping Center, which is the biggest shopping center that we have in on the island. And I'm like, there's no way you guys are talking about this. And I had, I'd look it up and I was like, oh, you guys are talking about a movie theater branch. I didn't know yeah. they were still around, to be honest. Oh, like, you know, big enough for anyone to really give a shit about. Which is, uh, I guess, that's why the their reason. stock went up. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in my tiny little town, we had two theaters, and they were right across the street from each other. You had to pick between AMC and Goodrich. And probably in the past five years or so, Goodrich got bought by AMC. So now that strip is AMC competing against itself. Or it, it would be, if, if not for the year's circumstances. I don't actually. Yeah. Th- I think both of those closed down this year. I think they're perma closed. Are movie theaters open again? Or no, some, some. What, what what some have been doing? I know that one in in one of my friends' um, hometowns, it's doing a uh, private theater rental thing where you could rent out the entire theater like rooms mm-hmm. for for groups of people, so you can watch movies on the big screen, which is kind of cool. But I'm pretty sure that the turnout for that is pretty low because you have to. Basically, you have to pull together your money and be willing, like, yeah, we'll spend $125 collectively to go to the movie theater and watch this alone in a single theater that we rented out for ourselves. But, but the thing is, I wouldn't even sit in those seats, even though they're like, oh, yeah, we cleaned it. Nah, I, I, I'm, I'm going to pretty much stand the entire movie. <laughs> I brought my own fold-out chair. 
I don't think it'll be like the old. I don't think any the of old stuff Asian is person be the same fishing anymore. Like I, I think movie yeah. theaters might just be kind of dying now. They'll probably just be like a few around, but like I never. It won't be as a big thing now. Well, we'll see how these big companies are going to handle it because how Warner is doing their oh yeah all, all our new stuff is going to be on HBO like, Max. Well, this, is, this is just this one time, uh huh. And if it does well, this will be the last yep. time. Like there yep. won't be anything else after this. Yep. I don't know because like it's it's really funny in a way like morbidly to see like how much everything just changed over like you're like oh you know all these things there's no way like all these things will go down at once and they did I'm like oh yeah. shit it's like we'll we'll never work from home it's too important to be in the corporate setting working from yeah. home all of a sudden oh look at that when push comes to shove you can do it congratulations mm-hmm. yeah personally my my particular you can't. branch can't work from home so <laughs> It depends on the job. Yeah, it's very... But there are a lot of... Data entry or some shit? Like, you don't need to be in an office. Yeah, I don't need to be in the office, but when we do have people coming in, we need to... We deal with them personally, Mm -hmm. so... Or, like, if there's a problem that needs saluting right then and there. Not using our cell phones ain't really a good trick, especially if... Certain companies or business partners that we have don't know our personal numbers yet. Mm-hmm. So. so, any other new stuff? Um, Stadia, Stadia closed all of its <laughs> internal <laughs> studios. Oh after, man! Like, what a year, two years? They got a bunch of talent, like year big and a half. talent, which usually in like put them together to make teams for games. And this usually is like a three to four year process of like getting something out. And they waited a year and a half to cancel that. Now they're just trying to like outsource it to other people. Yeah, the only place that you can play Cyberpunk 2077 at a good frame rate is now going to be Stadia. It is. Uh, it's it's going on a thin wire there. <laughs> and then also Judgment's coming to PC, and it's not coming to Steam, but it's coming to Stadia. They must have really paid Sega for that. It's yeah. so funny that everyone's trying so hard to get Yakuza now. After years of ignoring it, everyone's like, we want that. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's uh, very interesting. I don't mind the the resurgent of Yakuza stuff, and I do like the fact that Judgment is coming. I don't know how much it's gonna cost. I I probably need to Find just kind of check it out. And forty or fifty. Yeah, in in Japan it's twenty bucks. So that's why that's I was just like, Ooh, like, that. If it's on PC, I could see it being about twenty because like even the remasters are twenty. Um, yeah. I could see it maybe on console being thirty. Yeah, probably. Least. Just to kind of up it up, just a bit. Mm-hmm. Because, like, they didn't do much to uh, it. Yeah, they're not going to do much. They're probably just up-resing. I'm doing quotes there. Up-resing everything. But them doing that is good news, to be honest, because it means that the game has been forgotten. Yeah. That gives me much hope that they are going to do a 2 for it. And they probably just want the the data Mm -hmm. that if you do finish it, oh, hey, we see you played this game. Let's see. What else? Um, Mass Effect is getting a up up uh, like a completely remastered trilogy. The the yeah, it's like so graphically different too. They changed everything. It looks interesting. I actually will yeah, the, definitely play the, that if only because I have been wanting to revisit the first one. But boy, is that just a clunky game to play, um, especially in modern day. Did Did I tell you what happened when I? 
first played Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. So I played it on PC. My PC was a piece of shit that could not render the lava on one of the levels. <laughs> and I did not know it was a lava level. And I would just drive straight into the lava five feet. And I would just hear, dum, dum. <laughs> what is happening? I yeah, um, I, I did I didn't know what was happening. I was like, what the fuck? This game's broken. I had similar experiences because at the time I was running on my very first gaming laptop. um, But it had a massive cooling issue. So, uh, you know, the ice level in that game where you had to like, I don't know, there's like a snowy peak and and there was like the the weird spider lady. I I don't remember. But... um, I just remember as I was traversing the snowy landscape, I had this giant turbine fan pointed at me in the middle. At least it was in the middle of the summer, but this fan's pointed at me from the back of the laptop to try and like circulate air underneath it because my computer was crying trying to render the snow on that planet. And I just remember thinking, this is the most immersed I've ever been in a video game. I feel cold on this level. (laughs) (laughs) You were playing 4D. I know. It was a 4D experience uh, of Mass Effect 1. So, but (laughs) I can't wait. I've been wanting to play this game again. And I I really hope that I, I I really want to play Dragon Age Origins again. Oh, is that in the collection as well? No, I just really oh. want to play it. <laughs> Mass Effect like, Trilogy is... and Dragon Age Origins. <laughs> and also Dragon Age Origins, maybe. <laughs> we include Mass Effect, all oh, the, the entire trilogy. And, and don't forget Dragon Age, please. I DLC want... Dragon Age 2, maybe. But please, you don't have to play it if you don't want to, though. Alright, what other than Mass I like I liked Mass Effect 2 and three ish i mean i'll probably get it but i don't know i'm not in any rush i'm happy they're finally doing it because it took them forever to fucking do it yep this was like why didn't you do this last gen but they also thought andromeda was going to take off after being complete mess so (laughs) hopefully bioware will actually have something good this generation because they struck out all the last one I don't. They, they I don't desperately have, need. There, there's no Bioware goodwill left for me. I think. I think they've. The the three. only good game that they have is Star Wars: The Old Republic, <laughs> and that's a reach. All right. Next. <laughs> next. I just like I. I want to give Timber time to whine about or to talk about this, but we'll talk about um, RE Village and that one announcement thing because. Last episode was right before the announcement thing that we were like had to be a preferred thing of if you wanted to do it. So basically, I didn't watch all of it because I didn't want to see anything from the game. Um, but they announced yeah. some other stuff. They kind of like all the things we knew about before, like they were coming out with like you know the CG series, and there's going to be a bunch more stuff coming for the anniversary. But they announced yeah. this game called RE Verse. All right. And basically yeah. what they did was it looks like my first asset flip. They took Jill, Leon, Claire, Ada, Chris, and Hank. I thought there was one more main character. Oh, Hunk. Hunk. Hank. <laughs> you can play I'm thinking of the dog. <laughs> you can play as these six characters. They'll probably add in like Carlo and stuff later. Carlos and stuff later. This wasn't like alpha beta, something like that. Maybe it was a Sigma. Yeah. I know Sigma's the big thing now. Yeah. 
Yeah. But they added these characters into a deathmatch style game. And I think you in the beta, you only could play an RPD. And what you do yeah. is you pick a character. They all have different um, like specials. They have two specials and then their own guns. And you're running around killing each other. While you run around, you're supposed oh. to pick up vial tubes. And when uh-huh. you get a vial tube, depending on how many you have, it's like one or none turns you into a fat molded from seven when you die. And then you go around trying to kill people. And then you die there. Like you live, you're human, turn into a monster, and then you'd finally die. And that's how you can like rack up kills and stuff like that. If you get yeah. one tube, you either turn into Jack Baker or um, a Hunter Gamma from three. Two mm-hmm. tubes is Nemesis and three tubes is a Tyrant. Mm-hmm. So you can turn all these like it's and it's like a deathmatch style. They basically just took RPD like the main main floor, busted some walls open so you could run around, shrunk down the characters a little bit, and then added this optional and very ugly default comic book Borderlands filter. Mm-hmm. It looks so mm-hmm. bad. It looks really bad. I watched someone play the alpha. It doesn't look. It doesn't look as bad as it did in the trailer. I'm like, oh, I can see this being fun. It's another one that's like, it's fun with friends. But so is also, I don't know, heroin. So, you know, to each their own. So, So, like, I I, I watched watched someone play it as well, and it looks decent. I mean, it it looks like, you know, this would be fun, like... I beat the game. Just like, uh, yeah, you know, if you want to get high off one day and just... (laughs) It's in the same vein as, like... Half-Life 2 Deathmatch, where it's like, I guess this is, like, kind of good popcorn fun, but it's there's nothing substantive there. Right. It's it, one it, of those, It's like, gonna be like how the, the game, it, the, the game from RE3 yep, remake. Exactly, because they'll probably, like, I can't wait to see a Capcom drop support for this in a month. This is a game where you're like, you and a few friends are like, I want to play a game together. Who has what? And you're all like, I, I bought RE8, so I have this... So everyone has it because it's free with eight. But like what they do past that, like, I don't know. Like it. Yeah. Supposedly, um, Hunk is meta. Hunk and Claire. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Hunk has that, the knife, that disappearing knife Mm -hmm. thing, because he can go into stealth and reappear (laughs) in it. So it does like double damage. I, I just can't handle in in their like little preview screenshot thumbnails on Steam. One of the thumbnails is an, is a not so flattering image of the fact that they have Jill shooting at three identical Nemesis models. Like, mm-hmm. it's just when you see characters that are like a character, and then you go into a multiplayer setting, and all of a sudden this this named character is just like there's actually fifty of them. It's always just so, so odd and such a very, like, early 2000s design philosophy. It's just, like, a really... It's super weird. Like, it's... Yeah. It's whatever. Like, they honestly should just not make this part of a main game, make this free-to-play. Someone's like, well, then they'll boot microtransactions. And it's like, but at least then there'll be a support group, like, a support system for it, and they'll actually do shit. Yeah, it's not going to be dead on arrival when this game comes out. Like, at the moment, it's stuck to a $60 premium product. This is a game that should not have that behind it because it's meant to be, like, something to kill time. If this was free-to-play, you could probably get a bunch of people playing it. Oh, yeah. You'll, you, you'll get some whales there. You can you can do costumes and all that crap. Yeah. 
It was around with Resistance. It was locked behind a $60 product, and most people probably didn't know they owned it. Or if they played it, they're like, well, no one's ever playing it. And there's apparently a huge issue with hackers on PC. So no one plays it anymore. And Capcom just gave up on it. So it's like, why you stop announcing a new multiplayer until you fix that multiplayer. Yep. This isn't Call of Duty where you're expecting like a new game in another year or two. This is like you are only supposed to be making one of these every once in a while. Like yeah. they put more effort into raid mode on Revelations 1 and 2, which did not need to be as deep as they were. And now they're just like, well, here's some shit. I don't know. It's It was the <laughs> the biggest, like, what the fuck. Well, moment. Everyone was making fun of it on Twitter immediately. And the big yeah. thing about that, like, it, Capcom <laughs> thing was, like, you had to sign a thing that said you couldn't... You, make fun of You shit. couldn't make fun of things or make disparaging remarks about what was being shown. Now, whether or not they'll pursue you on it, I mean, they might not have you for the next event type of thing. But, like, this was probably why. This was why, because all the stuff shown for Village looked cool. Yeah. So, I mean, with Village, I know for a fact I'm not going to play this game. I'll probably buy it. Mm-hmm. Just to have it, because I've been collecting all the games as of right now. But I don't know if I'll play it, because it seems a little intense. <laughs> I have to, just because of the setting, for me. Kind of reminds you of home? Oh, yeah. I, I am my, I'm legitimately curious how, how, you know, are they going to go straight, like, this is horror stereotypes, or are they actually going to try and replicate the countryside of... Uh, the countryside of Romania, effectively. I'd say, I'd say maybe expect RE4's level of like authenticity. <laughs> mm. Are you gonna have I mean, songs from your dad's band playing in the background? Ozone. Uh, may, may, I don't. I don't think I can do that on Twitch anymore with, with their new policies. <laughs> <laughs> Not on Twitch, but when you play it, just in general. Oh yeah, of oh, course. this reminds me of home. Ah uh, yes. You know we do have traditional folk music that that is also just as fun to listen to as Ozone. I, I think the game. I it might be. I mean, Dolby, Louisiana. It did look like a backwater like bayou area. So I mean, like, yeah, it, it could. Like they seem to be trying to go with it being at least very authentic experience like just from looking at it visually so that's what i'm hoping for that's what i hope to see unfortunately they really haven't shown enough for anyone to get a good feel of it because yeah i mean they've been very focused on the hey somehow there's vampires and they're tall and werewolves and werewolves yes werewolves and vampires and that's fine like i i expect that that's all people know about Romania, but like, I also hope that at least when it comes to the environments, they they're replicating that region um, correctly oh, and yeah. not just being like, oh, it's a it's a murky, dunky, dumpy, you know, backwater. Even though it's gonna have to be because it's Resident Evil, but you know what I mean. Yeah, I'm just curious how it's gonna be. I might go on a media blackout for it for now. So, yeah, probably me too, but. Not like I'm gonna play the game, <laughs> but for for me it's very interesting. It looks looks scary as fuck though. I didn't like the vampire ladies just appearing out of nowhere. I'm getting really tired of the internet over sexualizing her. I'm getting like 
I understand that's kind of the point, but like it's getting, oh, it's it's oh, gotten to the mama san. It's gotten yeah. to the point. It's too much. If I have to hear someone say "mommy milkies" one more time, wait, that's a thing. Yes. You know what's funny? This is the tweet that I just saw when I said this. This is a tweet that just happened. <laughs> like I refreshed Twitter. This is what I saw immediately. <laughs> oh no. Good job. It's almost Holly like Green. Twitter listened to you and was like, oh, you mentioned the vampire later from Resident Evil 8. I think we need to give you some more of those posts. I do like the... F- oh, I I was like, I shouldn't... I shouldn't. <laughs> In fact, I wonder, now that I've mentioned this, what's the first thing on my freaking phone now? <laughs> For it. Okay, Warzone. That ain't it. But it did hear me talking about Warzone at some point. Were you looking on this? Oh, I'm just using the Google, like, you know how it has the stories, because I have a I have oh, a Pixel phone, so. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't really look at it, but I am very keenly aware of the fact that it's listening to me. Um, yeah, unfortunately, it, it decided... It's too smart for me and decided that it's not actually going to mention Resident Evil 8 right now. But mm-hmm. I assure you, once this podcast is over. <laughs> we really don't have any questions this week, too. So because of that, no, 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 I'm getting there. Since we don't have any questions, Tamber, what did you want to talk about for VR? Yeah, so um, I believe, in, yeah, last week um, my VR headset finally came in. I got an Oculus Quest 2. Uh, just because it seemed like the best entry point. It has 4K in each eye, um, which is a high enough resolution that there isn't any kind of like screen door effect or anything. So you put the helmet on and you're there. Like it's, you, you, you can see everything. There's nothing in the way that would take you away from it. There's no jitter in like hand movements or stuff. So it feels pretty one-to-one in terms of the ratio with your actual movements. And in terms of what you can hear... Um, it's got this really interesting design where even though you aren't wearing any kind of headphones, the audio comes out of the head, like the headset, um, piece that rests against your face, um, and manages to direct itself in such a way that it basically masks out any sound around you and you can just hear the headset while people outside of the headset don't really hear it. It's almost magic, uh, the way that it works, but, um, yeah, I've been I've been enjoying my experiences with it so far. Uh, I unfortunately can't play any PC exclusive things because I didn't realize just how intense trying to run a VR headset on a PC is. I do have mm-hmm. a couple games I want to do it with. Like I would love to see Resident Evil Seven in VR. I would love to do um, it's only on PS4. Oh, 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 only oh, on boy. PS4. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh. This has been well, known for like four years. Well, okay. Um. I'll play Star Wars Squadrons on PC then. What about That's Beat the other Saber? One. Beat Saber's great. Um, it is definitely a popular entry for VR for a reason. Will you, uh, will I, you record yourself doing Drago studying tape, please? I haven't actually figured out how to pull in custom music yet. Uh, I've just been enjoying doing uh, KDA, which comes standard with it, um, and playing that on hard mode, which feels like the best balance to me between... Um, actually getting a workout and not exploding (laughs) 
<laughs> like mm-hmm. expert mode is just insane. Like when I, I tried it um, one hand and I, I felt like my arm was like loosed from its socket after I was done with the song. <laughs> so Timber, if I gift you VR Kanajo, oh, will no. you stream it? I don't think I'd be allowed to, would I? I'm pretty sure that breaks the rules. No, you're not doing any sexual things. What the hell was... I thought that's what Kanajo was. Kanajo just means girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, so it's just... Distra- oh. I mean, if it doesn't ever get really weird, it's a curiosity for sure. I'm just like, what? what is this thing? <laughs> what am I looking at here? <laughs> what is it going to do? Uh, the problem is, does she even speak English? There's subtitles. Ah, uh, there's the subtitles for it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> VR subbed anime, but IRL. I don't know, maybe. I, I still have to... Exp- the thing is, I can't really stream it right now because I would have to be able to link it to my PC, which can't handle doing any kind of VR yet until I get a... Wait for it. New graphics card, which does not sell people aren't selling it i can't buy one so i'm just sitting here waiting rip you um but i i did enjoy beat saber and i've also been enjoying uh there was this game that came out that's like a jurassic park game that came out very recently where you basically sneak around the um the facilities of a post everything fell apart jurassic world and it was just really interesting playing through that and getting kind of a renewed appreciation for what action heroes do in those kind of games. Like, it's very amnesia in its design. Like, okay, you're you're walking around and then there's a raptor and now you got to hide in a locker or something. So it's been done as far as what the game is. But doing that in VR, literally getting to a vent and being like, okay, I got to get down on my knees and crawl through this thing. There's a lot of vents that people crawl through in those. And uh, I have a newfound appreciation for how much of a pain in the ass it is to crawl through vents. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just really enjoyable. Like part of it's the immersion, part of it's just like the active aspect of of you know kind of actively engaging with the game in a way that's more than just like walking through it. If I played that game on a PC and it wasn't VR, it would be almost mundane right like okay i could play this i guess i like it better than alien isolation because it's dinosaurs and i really like dinosaurs but like it'd be splitting hairs comparing the two but the vr experience takes it away from being a direct comparison because it's just such a different experience as a whole you know i'm physically moving i'm walking in place to get to to the doors i'm I'm interacting with levers to to flip switches to turn lights on, and then the generator shorts, and I have to go and and insert the new um, capacitor or whatever. These little things that wouldn't matter in a game because in any other in any actual PC context, you would just push E to insert capacitor. Whereas here, I reach for it, I grab it, I put it in the slot, I made that happen, and it wasn't just a button. Um, it's a really different experience, and I, I'm really, um, I'm really blown away by the Oculus Quest 2's ability to to deliver on that experience. And I hope that they release more games for these things because 
um, I've only just scratched the surface of what I think they've only just scratched the surface of what I think it's capable of. That was my VR rant. I really only played those two games. I did play a little bit of vacation simulator, which is fun, but I wouldn't really call it a great representation of VR as much as just like kind of a fun toy. But Mm. did you feel like you were on vacation? I mean, I spent probably an hour just in the main lobby area going to the bathtub <laughs> and playing I mean, with that, all the random shit that, that was in that room. I mean, that sounds like a five-star hotel in the Hilton, right? <laughs> yeah, I literally basically didn't leave the hotel. Uh, I have yet to go out onto the beach and do sandcastle building or swimming or whatever else I can do in that game. I, I just... Um, also, just like the discovery of things where it was like... Uh, what what was it that I did? There was a machine that allowed you to like pour out like grape juice or something. And there was also a 3D printer where you could print out objects from the computer. I used the 3D printer to print a coconut and um, was shocked when after smashing open the coconut and taking the coconut half, I was able to pour the grape juice into the coconut half and then drink the juice out of that coconut half. Um... It's silly. It's like have you have you guys ever played Lego Island or are familiar with Lego Island? No, I'm not old enough to remember that. Okay, For well, PlayStation? Um technically, yes. I'm not sure if the first one was on PlayStation or only that might have only been Lego Island 2 that got the actual console releases. But um the one where you play the, the like the pizza delivery person? Well, the first Lego Island you could play as different characters. Uh Pepper was only one of them. Uh you could also play mm-hmm. as um Mama Bricolini and Papa Bricolini. I, rem- I like the fact you remember the names. Uh, there was the two cops. I don't remember their names, unfortunately. There's the Can we just talk about Bionicle? <laughs> um, <laughs> a- anyway, that whole game's thing was basically like walking ar- around and then just stuff happened. You'd click on a thing and like a bird would fly away or like a uh, a piece of grass would would flip around and there'd be a dude who'd show up on the beach just because you walked in and be like, whoa, dude, watch where you're walking, right? That was Lego Island for you. Um, this was like the VR equivalent of of that. Like, this was like, what, what if Lego Island was VR? And um, it was relaxing. I don't know. It's, it's a relaxing experience to just kind of wander. I think... I think I got it. Uh, that that's my my spiel on VR for now. We'll return to this though. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm good. Yay! Did you guys have anything else before we Let's wrap sleep. up? Because it's getting that time. I feel like. Please don't. Yeah, I'm 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 tired. I'm just constantly you. tired now. Does someone, someone end me? Uh, well, what? That's that's the story of my life, Kill. I just, but, I'm but not kill, saying to kill me. Just make but kill, me not by not existing, you'll come back just like as tired. Day. It doesn't get rid of tired to not exist. <laughs> How do I just not exist for a single day? You just won't know that for a split second there you weren't tired. Uh...
like is this is this you guys have anything where, to where plug say, or... we say the things oh yeah you said question i just re- i just realized you said questions but we don't have questions right like do you have anything before we get we have no question we had one and it's not worth going into do you have anything i wrote a script it's in like, the videos in production like, doing anything, it's not out yet timber <laughs> please watch it when it's out What's it about? It's about Majora's Mask. Ooh. I've been making. Oh it my god! <laughs> wasn't, wasn't like Majora's Mask like Zelda month is like October? It's November. It's November. It's, you should have released it then. I, I, no, no, but 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 here's the thing: I started streaming and recording and planning for this at the end of October. It's just taken me this Tem- long to make Timber. it. Timber, Timber, do you remember what's going to happen in September? Of course I remember what's going to happen in Yachttember. All right. I'm going to hold you to that, Timber. I know. I swear to God, if I don't, if I don't see I know. It's, it's, I'm looking comes. forward to it. Uh, that's just going to be Yakuza 7. That's the expectation, right? Like, I'm playing the new one. Yeah. Okay. Cool. If you have time, I would love I would love. You, if I have you time. If I have time, I should just play the entire series in September. Yep. And then die. You don't need a, a social life, right? How many of them have karaoke, and do they all have Yakamitai? <laughs> they all have karaoke. Bakamitai. Wait, what was the song? Bakamitai. Okay, yeah. Yep. That one. I'll only do the karaoke. That's the Yak Timber. Someone sent me a... Someone sent me a <laughs> I will end you, Timber. While we, you guys were ranting. By then, the vaccine will be out, and I will end you. Well, you guys... <laughs> Find somewhere part of the hand and end you. you then we'll have Yakuza Strikers. Oh my god. While you guys were going off, someone asked me for a picture of my feet, so I sent them a picture of train feet from this robot standing next to me. Was that was that a picture? <laughs> what was they asked me for it. They said, show me feet right. pics. So I took a picture of the deadliner feet and sent it to them. Alright. Alright, well thank you for listening to this episode of Podosaurus. Um, where can people find you, Kemp? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku to You. You can follow it on all the social media stuff at Ongaku to You on Twitter and the Instagram. You can find the website where I talk about the Japanese music industry at Ongaku to You dot com. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Aina Aiba, Roboco, Herobo, and more Bang Dream. Where can we find you, Timber? You can find me on youtube.com slash timbertaft where I haven't released anything in quite a while but when I do it's probably a review um, I'm also doing a uh, video games I'm also on twitch.tv slash timbertaft where you can find me on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.15pm Eastern Standard Time playing various games right now the cycle is Vagrant Story Glover <laughs> and recently deceased Outer Wilds why do you sound so mad about the Glover part? <laughs> I just, it it feels wrong to say, hi, everybody, I'm Timbertaft, and today I'm playing Glover. Well, you should be like, hi, my I'm name pl- is Timbertaft, and this is my son, Glover. <laughs> yeah. I, I just... All three of them, you're going to have like three, four copies. If you ever open there. a P.O. box, or if I ever find out your address, I'm just going to keep <laughs> mailing you copies of Glover that I find. <laughs> I, if I ever find a Japanese version Gurava. of Glover, I will. Gurava. You can also follow me on twitter.com slash where I post dumb things free to read. Take it away, Kyo. 
And you can find me, Cody Hunter, on twitch.tv slash Cody Hunter every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I play a plethora of bad horror retro games, and currently I've been playing through Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3. We're currently on 3 subsistence. Yeah, right? Yeah, subsistence. They have stupid fucking, like, subtitles. Yep. Um, we'll eventually be playing Twin yep. Snakes for a community goal, but I'm waiting until I get some cables and maybe just a little bit of, like, I'm on Kojima Burnout. On Kojima Burnout, I mean, you won't be you won't be on Kojima Burnout until you play yeah. Death Stranding. That that is the and, Kojima and Burnout. There's no Twin Snakes I can probably do in like one long stream or two type of thing. So like Snake yeah. Eater is the long one. It's like a 20 hour game, and it's mostly cutscenes. Yeah. So, but I'm doing that. Yeah. You can find me on YouTube.com/slash Cody Hunter, which I'm going to kind of go through an experimental phase of like what to do with content, which was also supported by my Patreon, which supports this podcast and keeps it hosted for the. Uh, I don't know, 10 of you that listen to it, and I appreciate you, and I love you all. You're beautiful. You're very you're very cute. You're very cute. Not oh, you. Oh, thanks. Not you. Hey, I listen to You can also to find it. me on Twitter at Kyoto Hunter. Um, you can find this podcast at The Podosaurus. And, uh, yeah, don't follow my private account. But that's it for this episode of Podosaurus. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.